Hello and welcome to Guy Free, Working on Me, A Woman's Journey to Self-Awareness. This is a great moment in your life, a moment where you have decided to stop taking care of everyone else and to just start to take care of yourself. Stick with me through these podcasts and we are going to take the best rides of our lives. Listen up. Guy Free Working on Me is not meant to be a permanent lifestyle. It is meant to be a time in your life where you stop basing your worth, your happiness, and your self-esteem on having a man at your side. This is going to be an all-out redeciding of who you are, who you want to be, and what you feel inside. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, ladies. I'm Shauna Hoffman. Thank you for letting me pop into your life again today. I have to say, I have been so grateful for the emails and messages I've gotten from so many of you about the podcasts. You know, sometimes when you record alone in your office, you feel like you're talking to a void. So it's fun for me to hear from my listeners about how the podcasts are helping you or just making you think. I thought I'd take a happy jaunt through Guy Free World today and talk about the idea that when a relationship ends, you can still have a relationship. Okay, maybe it's not the same kind of a relationship, but what if you could change the form of the relationship and still be in each other's lives? <laughs> Some of you are saying, no way, I just want him out of my life. Okay, fair enough. But there are many of you that miss the friendship or the love. And then there are those of you who really just can't walk away. You share kids with each other or friends or family. I had one woman whose mother kept inviting her ex to every family dinner or game night, and she and her ex weren't even on speaking terms. So our work, other than having a deep conversation with her mother, was to find a way to change the form of the relationship. I can already hear the gasps through cyberspace. Just listen to the whole podcast and then see what you think and feel about what I share. Let me give you some examples of some relationship changes that friends and clients have had that did work and see if you can think of your own examples. I had not one, but two clients that stayed such close friends with their exes that they walked them down the aisle when they got remarried. I just think that this is a brilliant metaphor in so many ways. He handed his ex off to her new beloved and they all remained great friends. Another couple had been best friends. Then they got married and had two kids. After a long and painful few years, they came to see me. They sat down on the couch, and before anyone could say a word, she turned to him and said, I'm done. Are you done? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm done. And that was that. I mean, seriously, no tears, no sadness. They were just done. I have to say, I was kind of speechless. But even as before, they thought alike, in sync with each other. They had so much love and respect for each other that they didn't want to drag each other through the muck anymore. They stayed great friends. They supported each other through the good times and the bad, just no longer together as partners. These two became the best example to me for changing the form of the relationship. I had another couple, two women. One wanted children. The other absolutely did not. They'd been together for five years, and this had become a huge sticking point in their marriage. The one woman who wanted a baby was constantly sad and resentful. The other woman just shut down so she didn't have to engage. After a lot of work with both of them, they came to a very hard decision. For both of them to be happy, they could not be happy together. 
I say this to my clients and I believe it wholeheartedly. Just because two people love each other does not mean that they're meant to be together. Clearly, these two women loved each other very much, but their values were so different that together they couldn't find happiness. Was anyone wrong here? No. This couple was not meant to be together in the form they were in. Did they change the form of the relationship? Yes. It took some time for the healing on both of their parts, but after about six months, they reached out to one another and rekindled their divine friendship. You see, love never dies, but it can change form to a new and glorious relationship. Oh, and yes, there were happy endings for both of them. The one woman found a new partner and eventually she had a beautiful baby boy, and the other found love with someone who was passionate for adventure and travel. Now they WhatsApp from all over the world together. Love lives on. Okay, these are just some of the fabulous stories of everlasting love I like to share. But now let's talk about those of you who never want to see your ex again. Hey, that is totally valid. When we are truly self-aware and have realized that someone is not good for us, for our happiness, for our health, for our self-esteem, just for our lives, the best thing we can do is walk away. And often we are so wounded or hurt that any love we feel for that person is tarnished and gone. It could also be that we don't have it in us to be friends with them. Even though they may want it, it hurts too much. After all, how do we really make friends with someone you don't respect anymore? So what do we do with that love that we may still feel for them? Or the love that's deep in our hearts under all of the hurt and sadness? The love that brought them into our life in the first place? I have a saying that I believe I stole from my friend Marianne Williamson, but truly, I've been saying it for so many years, I'm not even sure where I got it. But here it is. I am leaving with love, but I am leaving. I'm going to say it again. I am leaving with love, but I am leaving. I believe that spiritually, once you love someone, you really can't stop loving them. Romantically, you can, but not spiritually. I believe that once that space is made in our hearts for someone, when we end the relationship, it leaves a void unless you fill that space with another kind of love. Not another lover. That void or that space was opened up in your heart for this one soul. You're going to have to do something with it. There are many other spaces for your new loves, but this space needs to have something replace it. Something that's not pain or anger. That's way too much to carry in your heart. What if you can change the form into something else? Let me clarify this. It doesn't mean that you have to keep them in your lives. For many of you, it may mean that you honor that space in your heart, the love you once shared, and you walk away forever. I got into this some in the last podcast when we talked about forgiveness, that underneath the pain and the hurt and the sadness, there's still love. Remember, anger covers hurt, Hurt covers sadness, sadness covers love. Take a listen to that podcast to understand that a little more. But for now, do a self-check to see where you are on that continuum of healing. Anger, hurt, sadness, then love. You may find that once you get past the anger or hurt, there's still a love, a human love, not a romantic love, but a non-ego, non-special love for that person. And yet, you may still choose to not have them in your life anymore. I'm leaving with love, but I'm leaving. 
Don't you love how that saying allows you to be of pure spirit in your heart and still get the hell out of a relationship that you're done with? So how have you changed the form of this kind of relationship? The answer, you've changed it from within your heart. You have taken off the negative onus of the end of a relationship. You have wrapped it in love and light, and you have found a way to leave in peace, a true self-awareness and honoring of self. Most importantly, you have left a relationship, but not turned your thoughts or heart into something that you don't want to be. So many women feel they have to be cold or mean or unloving in order to end a relationship. We think that's what keeps us strong in order to get out or stay away after the split. I actually think that will injure you more along the way. And worse, it'll take you so much longer to heal from the relationship. When you leave with love but make the grand exit, you honor the relationship that you had, that relationship that you chose in your past. By doing this, you honor yourself more than anyone else. After all, you were the one that chose to be in the relationship in the first place. If you can leave it with kindness and gratitude for all that you have learned from it, then you have honored yourself. In one of my first podcasts in the series and in my book, I say this to remind my clients that you're always on this path to becoming a great human. I remind them that you did the best that you could in the relationship with the tools that you had at the time. We're constantly growing, healing beings. So maybe in that last relationship, you just didn't have the tools to make it work or the tools to leave earlier or the tools to speak up for yourself, or, 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 or. But here's the clincher. Maybe your partner didn't either. So when we walk away and we can say to ourselves, I did the best that I could at the time, but now I'm leaving with love, but I'm leaving, you honor the constantly growing, beautiful soul that you are, and you allow the same understanding for your ex. Here's one of my favorite analogies. Imagine that you're this beautiful garden. You're filled with fruit trees and flowers, fresh vegetables and sunlight. Now, you used to let your ex into your garden all the time. But in the end, you felt like he never watered the garden anymore. He'd pick the vegetables and pull the whole plant out along the way. He never weeded the garden or fertilized it. And he stomped on the plants as he would leave. Well, hell. When you left him, you put a great big fence up with a padlock on it, and he is no longer invited into your garden. But guess what? If you have to see him with your kids or family or friends you share, I give you permission to go into his garden for a bit. Don't stomp on the plants, but you don't have to water it either. Visit the garden. Don't ask for much and then get out. Then go back to your garden and play with all of the beautiful friends and family that are worthy of being there with you. This is what I call taking back your control, honoring yourself and all the beauty that you are, learning to be a beautiful garden with no animosity or sadness, and surrounding yourself with people who cherish you and all that you are and all that you give to the world. So today, ladies, sisters of the sisterhood, go out and honor yourself. Cherish yourself for all that you are and all you give to the world. Tend to your garden and only let those people in who tend to it and cherish it too. Be good to yourselves. Then I look forward to popping into your life again next week. Thank you for joining me today on the Guy Free Podcast. 
My hope is that you leave this podcast inspired, fired up, and ready to take that next step on the magical journey of self-awareness. And then you come back and join us again. Oh, and if you can do me a quick favor, please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. I gain so much from reading the reviews and getting feedback from my listeners. Each week, I'm going to choose one special person who's left me a review to win my book, Guy Free Working on Me. That was the book that started it all. Make sure you add your name to the review, and I'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks again for spending your time with me today. Be sure to visit me on the Guy Free Working On Me Facebook page and on workingonme.com for past episodes and insight into the fabulous journey to you.